You've reached the Every Little Thing helpline. Please talk after the squawk. I'm wondering if any other animals besides humans dance. Thank you so much. I love your show. Hello? Hi, Heather. Hi. So I'm not Flora Lichtman. I am Lynn Levy. I'm filling in for Flora. Oh, sweet. You called about dancing animals. Yes. What inspired your question? Were you thinking of, like, taking a a horse to the prom? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, like any hot-blooded human, loves a good dance party. And I like to surround myself with people who will get up from stone-cold slumber if I put the right song on. Nice. What are the right songs? Like, what are your go-to dance tunes? Oh, man. Um, The Twilight Zone. You know that? Yeah, I'm stepping into the twilight zone. Yeah. Um, oh, you know that song, Run Around Sue? Hey, hey. Yes. Hey, hey. By Dion and the Belmonts. Oh, my God. You can try to make me stop from dancing to that song, but it will take ratchet straps. I love that one. Okay, so you're a dancing fiend. Yeah, but um, two of my very best friends, my little fur nuggets, they... Uh, you know, they they know how to party, but they don't know what they're doing when it comes to dancing. Tell me about these um, fur nuggets. What are their names? Uh, we got Badger and then Fenris. He's also called uh, Mr. Pig. He's a husky and the other one is a little, little corgi. And they are best friends. They, they play hide and go seek together. And they play tug of war. It's so cute. Okay, so these are dogs that can play tug of war. They can play hide and go seek, but... What happens when you try to dance with them? Oh, it's, they try, but they're horrible at it. They just, they don't know that there's no rhythm. They just jump and bounce and like, they're like, this is a great game, but I don't know how to participate. <laughs> so why do you want to dance with your dogs? Oh my God. I, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you know, when you're like really feeling a song and you look over and you see someone else like really feeling a song, like that moment of connection, you're just like, yeah, dude. And if you could have that with your animal, could you picture a greater joy? What do you want to know from us? Oh, my God. So I want to know, are there any animals that know how to dance? And when you say like dancing, what do you mean? Like what would qualify as dancing in your mind? I would say, like, some kind of response to rhythm, like a movement that corresponds with rhythm. Because I've tried a lot of things. Like, but if there is a way that I could be having dance parties with my dogs or any animal for that matter, then I need to stop wasting my time. Basically, like, at the end of the day, are there any animals you could have a dance party with? Yes. Well, we found someone who's thought a lot about this question. Her name is Irina Schultz. Hi, Heather. Hello, Irina. And the same way you love your dogs, Irina loves her birds. Oh, I've been in love with birds since I was a baby. Uh, My mom had a couple of parakeets, and I would fall asleep to their chirping. You know, just sweet little... Aww. So about 15 years ago, Irina opened a kind of bird sanctuary in her house. And one day, a bird waltzed into her life and sparked the same question that you have. Can animals dance? 
This bird's name is Snowball, and we are going to send you a picture of him. I am so ready. We will also put this picture on Spotify and Instagram so that everybody listening can see him. Okay. There it is. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at his little hat. Oh, my God. Look at his weird little feet. Oh, I love him. He's like a, I don't know birds. Uh, he's like a white parrot with one of those little mohawks that's yellow. He is a sulfur-crested cockatoo. Cockatoo, yes. A little spiky mohawk. Irina told us that Snowball has a personality almost as big as his hair. <laughs> Snowball is very diva-like. It is all about him. The world revolves around him. <laughs> when we would put food in his food bowl, he would shove all of his food out. It would be flying all over the place. And he would stare at himself in the stainless steel he would rather look at his own reflection than eat? Yes. Yes. I kind of get it. I mean, he's gorgeous. I mean, if you got it, <laughs> flaunt it, I guess. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not spend some time with your own gorgeous reflection? Right. So here's how all of this got started, right? One day, a guy shows up at Irina's doorstep and says he can't take care of Snowball anymore, and he hands over the bird. And he said, well, I'll come back this afternoon because I forgot his favorite CD. And I thought, okay, I've never heard that one before, but that's fine. And so he came over later that afternoon and he said, just for fun, I want you to see what he'll do when his favorite song comes on. Oh, I, I need to know what his favorite song is. I'm like literally on the edge of my seat right now. We're going to send you a video so that you can see for yourself. Here it is. Oh my god. <laughs> Everybody. Oh my god, look at that. <laughs> He's grooving. He's bouncing up and down. He's got his hair all the way up now. He has prehensile hair. Feet are going up and down. Now he's just like banging his head. Right? He's like, <laughs> like a little rocker. Oh, yeah. He's even doing the like little shaka while he does it. He, he, he clearly, he loves it. He loves it. I know that feeling, buddy. I know it. Okay, that was dancing. So Irina was just as blown away by this routine as you were. He was on my arm, and he began headbanging and lifting his feet up to the music and then pounding him back down. I mean, he wasn't just setting his feet back down. He was stomping. And I was, my mouth, I, I, my jaw dropped. I could not believe what I was seeing. This kept happening. Irina would turn on the music, and Snowball would shake a tail feather. <laughs> And if we cut the music too short and we didn't let him dance long enough, he would start screaming, it's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. No. And that was his temper tantrum. Uh, it's like a little toddler. Turn baby shark off. See what happens. <laughs> Thank you. 
Irina was so delighted by Snowball's Backstreet Boys routine that she made a video of it. She put it up on her website, and this video went viral. She started getting all these calls about Snowball. David Letterman wanted to bring him on The Late Show. All right, here we go. Irina Schultz and Snowball, ladies and gentlemen, from Dyer, Indiana. Take it away. Go crazy. Taco Bell put him in a commercial. And one person saw this video and thought, this little backstreet loving bird is going to help me answer a very important scientific question. I'd never seen anything like this. I've never seen an animal do this to music. It really rang bells for me and made me want to study this. That's after the break. Okay, Heather, so there's someone new I want you to meet. Yes, hi, I'm Ani Patel. I am a professor in the Department of Psychology at Tufts University, and I study music and the brain. Hi, Ani. So around the time that Irina was getting to know Snowball, Ani was doing neuroscience research in San Diego. And one of the questions he was looking into was, why do people love to dance? I see this all over the world, people dancing to the beat. And, you know, you see this starting very early in, in human life. Uh, Young children really enjoy moving rhythmically to music. Even little infants will bounce up and down or pump their legs. Oh, yeah. Bounce their little diaper butts around. <laughs> exactly. So this just seemed like such a basic, simple thing to Ani. And so he started to ask himself, you know, why don't we see this more broadly in other species? Why don't other species move to the beat like we do? Because if you Google animals dancing, there are lots of animals out there that do these very elaborate and beautiful displays that are called dance. There are, you know, uh, grebes that do this courtship dance. There's uh, little birds in the tropics that do this elaborate dance around in this arena to attract females. But what I'm really asking is, are there any other animals besides us that can pick up a beat, you know, from sound or music and move in time with that beat? So up to this point, there were no documented cases of animals actually dancing to music. But then one day, Ani's sitting at his desk. And a colleague sent me a video saying, hey, have you seen this? <laughs> it was mind boggling. I'd never seen anything like this. I'd never seen an animal do this to music. It really rang bells for me and made me want to study this. So I just immediately emailed Irina. He asked me about Snowball's dancing. And then he also asked if I would like to collaborate with him. Oh, to my great good fortune, she said yes. So Ani and Irina decided to team up. And the first question they wanted to answer was, is Snowball really moving to the beat? Or does it just look like he is? It's kind of like, you know, when your windshield wipers are going to a song, you know? And it's not, not your windshield wipers are not moving to the beat, but they are moving rhythmically. And every once in a while, they line up with the beat. And, uh, you know, you have to take that into account. So we're basically trying to rule out the windshield wiper explanation. Hmm. So they came up with an experiment. We said, okay, let's do the simplest thing we can think of. Just slow it down and speed it up to you know, multiple different speeds. We slowed it down 5%, 10%, 15%, and 20%. So this is what Snowball heard at a slower tempo. <laughs> 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 
And we went in the other direction with that also. We sped it up 5%, 10%, 15%, 20%. We changed the tempo without changing the pitch, so we did not turn them into the backstreet chipmunks. Jesus, run like a five-minute mile of that. What does his slow dance look like? It was more of a sway because you had more time in between the beats. What about the sped up song? What did he do with that? Oh, it just looked like... It's like he'd had too much espresso. Yes, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So Snowball wasn't 100% on the beat 100% of the time. Or any of us. But he did do it well enough, often enough, that statistically, it couldn't just be like a windshield wiper coincidence. He was keeping time. So this was big news. Snowball was the first, like, clearly documented case of an animal who could dance to a beat. I mean, I knew he had it in him. But he wasn't the last. Oh, yeah. Because there's got to be other animals, too, you know? Yeah. So scientists have identified a few other animals who can do this. And most of them are parrots, like Snowball. And the question is, why? You know, parrots are more closely related to dinosaurs than they are to humans. So why on earth would we see this in such a distantly related animal? Hmm. Ani has a theory. Okay. He thinks that the ability to dance to music is related to another skill that we have. Which is the ability to imitate complex sounds, what's called complex vocal learning. Complex vocal learning basically means I can hear and imitate new sounds. So, like, think about baby humans. We learn to talk by mimicking the people around us. We have to learn to say, Mama, Dada, can I borrow the car? (laughs) And some birds, like cockatoos, are complex vocal learners like us. They have to learn their songs from grown-up birds, just like we learn from grown-ups. Okay. This is unusual in the animal kingdom. Most animals have not evolved to do this. Dogs don't do it. But humans do it, and parrots do it. And as we now know, both humans and parrots like to boogie. They have evolved a vocal learning brain, as we have. And that creates certain types of connections in the brain that predisposes this behavior. Um, It's what's called convergent evolution in evolutionary biology. Right, meaning that, like, so we started over here, Snowball started way over there, and we somehow got to the same place where we like to dance to the Backstreet Boys. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, exactly. We have nothing else in common. Just this. (laughs) Love it. So that's Ani's theory. But this is not the end of the story. Because the more Irina watched Snowball dance, the more she started to notice something interesting. He wasn't just doing the same moves over and over. He seemed to be coming up with new dance moves. Just on his own. He's like self-teaching. He is self-teaching. <sighs> what Snowball was doing was even more comparable to the human dance than we had originally thought because there was diversity, there was flexibility. And so he said, let's, let's quantify this. Yeah. So they started planning another study. This time they were going to look at Snowball's new moves. And at this point, everyone was pretty done with the Backstreet Boys. Annie had asked, do you think maybe he might want to dance to other music? I mean, nothing personal against the Backstreet Boys, Uh but, you know. (laughs) So what I did is I tried different music on him. He liked Queen. He liked Pink. He liked Lady Gaga. Oh, Lady Gaga all day for sure. He actually liked the chicken dance. 
No. Oh, my God. No, nobody likes the chicken dance. (laughs) (laughs) He did. He enjoyed that. So Ani and Irina played some new songs for Snowball, and then they had a professional dancer analyze every shake and shimmy. And uh, there's now a published scientific paper with an extremely thorough table of parrot dance moves out there in the world. (laughs) It's like one of the best tables I've ever seen in a science paper. So table one shows the name of the movement and the description. So there's the body roll, wave passes through head, then body. Then there's head bang, my personal favorite. Head is thrown forward and backward, sometimes in a pattern eight. And then uh, an amazing move called Vogue. That has to be seen to be believed. So he lifts one foot and he's, his head, he just moves his head from one side to the other of this lifted foot. I mean, it's, it's totally like a Vogue move. I think Madonna did something like this. Oh my God, these guys are so cool. All in all, Snowball had 14 different dance moves. And Irina says he is still expanding his repertoire. He's a a wonderful choreographer when it comes to choreographing his own dances. I mean, that's so cool to me because it's like he's inventing something in the moment, like he's being creative, he's like coming up with something. I mean, that seems like something that we think of as really just like human. Yeah, it's amazing to watch another species do something like that, that we thought, oh, only we can be creative, only we can appreciate music or this or that or the other. And no, it's just really, it kind of sends a chill up my spine. Girl, I I feel you. I feel you. So, Heather, are you satisfied? There are animals out there that can dance, just not your dogs? Shut up. (laughs) Oh, I don't want to hear it. They just don't have the right kind of brain wiring. That's why your dog will never be able to dance to the beat of music. Ah, Follow-up question. What kind of research is being done to implant something in my dog's brain to connect the right pathways? I think we need to definitely get DARPA on this ASAP um, and like see what kind of research we can do for the dog dance <laughs> implant. I'm going to start writing up a grant right now. Now I'm like, maybe we should get a bird. I don't know. I'll conference with the dogs about it. Okay, cool. I do want to warn you that um, sulfur-crested cockatoos typically live to be 65. So it's a pretty serious commitment. (laughs) You're killing me. You're killing me. Every Little Thing is produced by Chris Neary, Hager Aldas, Caitlin O'Keefe, Stephanie Werner, Phoebe Flanagan, Annette Heist, and Flora Lichtman, with help from Nicole Pasulka and Doug Barron. Our guest host is Lynn Levy, edited by Jorge Justin, Caitlin Kenny, scored by Dara Hirsch, Bobby Lord, Emma Munger, and Billy Libby, mixed by Dara Hirsch. ELT is a Spotify original podcast. Listen for free on Spotify. Snowbally want a cracker. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>